I usually start the show off like a certain way. I usually say, oh, here's a, here's a pun, here's a number. This is why they're kind of relevant. This is a life story that compares to that. And then I go into an intro. That's kind of like the template. And you've all been listening for a long time and probably, you know, like want to see something new sometimes. So this time, let's just jump right into what we're going to talk about. And it's a topic that I I like to think some people are pretty fond of. I know some people may have never left their home state, their res, their country, their planet. But let's just talk about something really quick. And what I want to talk about is airplanes, airports, traveling. You can, you can lump them all together. So I recently was on a, on a flight, and the flight was about five and a half hours. And I'm usually good about flights, you know. Um, let me turn down this volume over here. I'm usually pretty good about flights. In fact, the first time on the first flight on the way there, I was fine. And that's usually how it goes. And um, I'm leaving out also a, a details of the story just because it's just polite to tell my side and not everybody else's side. Um, yeah, so I was in an airport and of course, you know, they TSA always likes to give you the crap. And I could go for the low-hanging fruit joke here and say, oh, you know, oh yeah, you know, it's really hard. TSA is really rough, you know, yeah, yeah you know, but nah, I'm not going to give you the eyes of that. What I'm going to give you is is airports and planes and the airplane industry. It's a ripoff. I'm pretty sure we all know that. And the planes' argument is, well, jet fuel costs a lot, delays, weather. We have to have a lot of employees. We need the airport for space. But, you know, if, if we could just take out maybe two rows of seats, it would just save. I just feel like it would make traveling just that much better if we just took out two rows and just everyone scooted back like an inch i feel like it would take a lot i mean i feel like it would save a lot of space and a lot of people's argument is all dumb you know just uh fly first class you won't have that problem i'm not gonna pay fifteen hundred dollars for a first class ticket to get a drink before everybody else and semi maybe like four more inches of leg room and maybe an extra ginger cookie it's not happening. I'm not spending the extra money. You got a private plane on the other hand, that's a little different. But man, the difference between first class and economy, man, is pretty pretty small. You know, I if if first class was to get me there first, faster, which it does, look, I'm already making points against myself. You know, you get it to get off the plane first, which I think is the best perk of the entire first class thing. A lot of people want to say, oh, it's the leg room, oh, it's the drinks, oh, it's this and that. First class's best perk is getting off the plane first because when you're in economy and you're in row 39A and B, you're not getting off that plane for another 20 minutes after you land. And that's once you get to the terminal. Can we like start a new trend where we boo people who get up instantly as soon as the plane hits the, the gate? Can we start that trend here? Just start booing. You know, if they're handicapped, they're elderly, and their knees are buckling up, that's the one time you get an exception. If you're an able-bodied person, just getting up to just rush and just, not even for a connecting flight, you're just trying to get out. Can we start that trend here to boo people once they get up a little bit on the plane? 
we um, we're here tonight, and it's very very nice to be back on the PNW uh, Pacific Northwest. I was actually in the the East Side, I think that's how you say it, over there in Buffalo. I want to give a shout out to all the people in Tuscarora. Um, I will leave out names um, just because I didn't get permission, but I do know a certain person out there is listening, and their name rhymes with, um, let's see, Pill. I'm just going to say Jill. Thanks so much for watching. Um, but, um, yeah, everybody else, it was it was, a, it was a great visit. But glad to be back. And, um, yeah, um, what else has been going on? I've been really thinking about airports. You know, I was in there, and I was um, sitting in the middle seat. And sitting in the middle seat's never fun for anybody, no matter the size, no matter, no matter the weight of anyone. Sitting in the middle seat blows because you can try to get the armrest and people say, oh, if you're sitting in the middle, you get both armrests. It's not really how it goes, I feel like. Nowadays in 2022, it's like whoever gets their arm there first gets it. So sometimes you can get in the middle seat and both of your arm things are taken. And I was trying to be assertive, you know, boxing in and out. You know, I, I, I heard all that in practice and basketball when I was younger, but... Sometimes, man, these people got that 99 box out on them uh, armrests, especially when you're sitting in the middle. And um, if you're in the middle on a plane, you always got to ask to do something. It's like, oh, you need more room? Oh, I can move over for you. Or, oh, you got to go to the bathroom. I got to let you in. You know, I, I think is better than the window seat, to be honest with you. A lot of people say, oh, you get bumped into, you know, you're getting bumped into it being in the aisle seat. I'll take that any day over being in the window and there's two people I don't know who I got to ask to like go to the bathroom. When you're on the aisle, you can go whenever you want. And I don't mind sitting there and having the responsibility to kind of like stay up or know that someone's going to wake you up. That's fine. That doesn't bother me. But sitting in the window, you feel almost like a little secluded and trapped in there. But people like it because you can look out the window. You could take up the whole window seat and put your head there. And that's the that's the benefit. So I would go aisle, window, middle. That's just the the rankings I would go aisles pretty a tier window b tier middle c is like f tier if there is an f tier um but yeah today is 523 january 4th 2023 this is the first year I did not make a typo on any of my things I did not put 2022 on anything so far um that's great uh, I think that's a sign of maturity um what else is going on in the world um the Bills incident, which was horrible. Um, I hope that um, the Bills safety actually can actually, uh, I believe it's DeMar Hamlin is his name. I hope he can, uh, you know, get better. Um, it did not look, it was kind of hard to watch, to be honest with you. You know, they cut the music and everything. So I just hope he's okay and prayers out to his family and um, Bills and the Bengals and everybody who was a part of that NFL and all them. I think they're doing the right thing. I'm not here to like, you know, speculate and say everything that I know about it and whatever but I just hope the guy who is hurt and his family are okay that's as much as I can um I can really say I'm not tied into that so um but yeah that was that was crazy I actually almost went to that game that's what's crazy um where we were at on the east coast it was about six hours away from the Bengals and we were thinking about well or Cincinnati I should say um yeah so we almost, but we almost went, but we did not go. Thankfully, we did not have them to see that in person. That would have been a little much. Um, you know, I played football my not whole life, but I played it senior year, and that was great. But seeing people get hurt, man, that's part of the game, and it sucks. 
especially when it's something as serious as that. Um, yeah, what else is going on? Um, God, I had a very good point. Um, I wish I could like go back and rewind, which I can. I can usually just pause it and go do that myself, but I'm not gonna. Um, oh man, let's see here. Let's go look at our notes. I was actually at the Y, and the Y is always somewhere nice because you can go shower and you can you can play a lot of things, um, sports. When I was a kid, my mom would drop us off at the YMCA. And if you guys didn't know, YMCA stands for Young Men's Christian Association. I was not Christian at the time, or nor am I am now. But that is what the YMCA stand for, standed for, and now it's just called the Y. And, you know, that was that's something I learned, and I was a little taken back by it, but I could see it. I mean, Y means young, M, in, M can be men. C can be Christian and A could be association. So I get it. And the song, the YMCA by the village people. I mean, I, I think they did know what they were singing about. You know, they were saying it's fun to stay at the YMCA, but I didn't know you could stay there. So maybe, maybe they mean stay as in like when the times it was open. And, um, anyway, so yeah, that's a good song. That's actually the first song I ever sang at karaoke live YMCA, the village people. So if you guys ever don't know a song to sing at karaoke, YMCA by the Village People, pretty good one. But I will say, it goes on for a while, so you're going to be saying it, it's fun to stay at the YMCA a couple times. Probably like seven times, I think, it goes on. So don't get too sick of it. Hopefully they have a shortened version. If they do, you're golden. It's a great song to sing. My go-to karaoke song is probably uh, that one. Uh, I, I like to sing a lot of the oldie ones because they're easier to sing. I can't do the raps. If someone says, yo, you got to do the Fabuloso Into You with the Tamiya, can't do it. Um, What's another one that I just can't do the duets? If you're trying to duet at karaoke, it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. It's a hard one to do, especially with someone you don't know. Don't karaoke duet with someone you don't know unless you're like a little desperate. I heard this story one time of this guy and... He was, uh, I'm going to leave his name out. He was out karaokeing. I think that's how you would say it. And uh, he was with his friend. You know, the friend was with their significant other. And there was another friend. So this guy goes up, I'm going to sing this song. And the, the friend of the significant other follows him and wants to sing a duet. Little did the guy know that this person was following behind them and they... It, it just kind of happened and it was not, it's not good. It's like when your food touches and it just doesn't mix. It's like when the baked beans get into the, you know, the bread. It's like, I don't want no bean bread, bro. But if the baked beans touch the mashed potatoes, eh, that makes sense. Or the touch the potato salad, eh, that makes sense. But you know, the baked beans touch the wrong things, man, and that's not good. Food touching on plates, that's a controversial topic. I don't know if you guys like that. Do you guys like food touching your plate? Food touching each other on the plates. That's why I know some people like those like styrofoam plates that have like the little dividers in them. Those never work though. You know what I mean? The styrofoam dividers, you, you put enough baked beans on there, that's spilling over that divider, man. It's almost like the divider is non-existent. It's almost taking more space of the plate. So next time you look at a styrofoam plate and you think those dividers are going to help you, they're probably not. But those deep cardboard ones I think you can get at Walmart, those ones I think are pretty legit. 
But I always feel like I get those divider things when I really don't mind the food touching. I'm like, hey, I got a fruit cup. You know, I got my burger and I got fries. Like, I don't really mind if that stuff touches. But why is it like when the things you don't want to mix, like the curries or like the soups and stuff, that's when you get them. And they never even help. Anyway, yeah, that those uh, those food dividers, man, they they don't really save many people many things. They save people from their pickiness, that's for sure. I was called picky a lot when I was a kid. P-I-C-K-Y, picky. That was me. I was being called picky a lot when I was a kid. Um, but, yeah, let's see here. Um, yeah, another another good tip for you guys out there. I know a lot of people like to go to the gym, like to train, and they like to talk about it. And here, you know, I want to say that if you want to train legs, that's great. But remember, don't train legs the day before you get on a plane, especially if you sit in the middle seat. I'm speaking this from experience. I felt like I was in a lunchbox. I was sore. I was in the middle seat, cramping up. Cramping up, man. All on the plane because of leg day. But you know what? I made it. I landed. And I, I went to the bathroom, you know, after asking, because that's what you have to do when you're in the middle seat. Um, I said, you know, I could sit here and complain, but everybody else on this plane is thinking the same thing. No matter if they're in the window or the aisle, it's like just watching that flight tracker. You know, when you're, you press the flight tracker on your plane, if you're flying, you know, like a nicer airline and you're just like, oh, where am I? And you look and you're still like halfway across. You're like, it's always the worst when you're flying over like a state like Montana. You're like, all right, once we get past Montana, we're good. Montana's the size of like damn half the country almost. And then California the same way. It's like, oh, we just go down by California and then we get there to Arizona or wherever's below California. It's going to take you a while. It is going to take you a while. Especially driving through. Have you guys ever driven through Montana? That is an adventure. I say if you've driven through Montana the long way, I qualify you as like a road warrior at that point. Or if you've gone through, you know, across the country, of course, or you've gone through California down, those are long road trips. A lot of people come up to me, Dom, hey, what's your favorite road trip? Where did you go? Man, one year I went to North Dakota twice in one summer. The next uh, or that same summer went down to California from Seattle. Um, those are like tied, but I like road trips, maybe less than eight hours. That's all right with me a little bit more though. That's hard because I feel like Montana has like three towns, three big towns. I think it's like Billings, Bozeman and Missoula. Those are like the three main points when you're driving through and I could be totally wrong and some Montana, you know, person could be like, yo, those aren't even really the big ones, man. You missed out on this one. I'm sorry. But those three ones, man, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to stop here. It'll be like 400 miles till Billings. I'm like, well, what's in between? Scenery? Uh, I think we have, the, you know, the, the Wildcats or the Bears or whatever their college team is. You know, there's a, there's a college game going on 600 miles away from here. Or you can go hunting. Uh, yeah, it's like fly fishing. 
college football somewhat scenery and hunting and driving a lot that's what comes to mind when i think of montana i think i have this weird like elitist washington thing though i need to get rid of it i need to get rid of it because i'm over here thinking like oh man vancouver and canada they're just trying to be like seattle oh oregon they're just trying to be like seattle they're not, man. They're trying to be their own city. I got to remember that. I got to stop picking on cities. Because, you know, there's a lot of cities out there like L.A., Chicago, New York, who are probably like, oh, yeah, Seattle, trying to be like us. It's just a never-ending chain. And then you can even get to the top of the chain, like some would argue, New York and L.A. Um, oh, Dubai? You know, and then there's Tokyo. And then there's all these other big cities. Uh, I think Mexico City, though, is the biggest city in the world. I, I really do think it's the biggest city. I think so. I didn't think it was. Um, let's look it up. I think we did this before. Biggest cities. Oh, look, in Washington. Lol. In, <laughs> in the world. Um, top 10 largest cities. Oh, look at me. About to be wrong again. Always wrong in these things. Oh, love it when they make you pay for something, to read something. That's the worst. Um, okay. Tokyo, Japan. Delhi, India. Or Delhi, India. Shanghai, China. Dhaka, Bangladesh. Sao Paulo, Brazil. And then Mexico City. Wow, I was wrong. Let me see if like another website says I'm wrong, though. You know, when you got to see... Okay, this is 2015. I want to look at 2022. Sorry, I'm kind of rambling here. Okay, yep. Tokyo, 37 million people. And then Mexico City has 21 million. So they're pretty big. That's pretty dope. I like seeing cool, like big cities. Even though I don't really like being in the city itself, I think just seeing them is crazy. I think we have talked about this pretty recently, so I'm not going to talk about it too much. Um... I hope everyone's New Year's was great. Their Christmas was great. Their Hanukkah, whatever you guys celebrate. Um, yeah, you know, holidays, they're a thing. Especially if you're a Jehovah Witness, people don't know what that is. That's like the, I don't think they celebrate anything. So, you know, celebrate what you can, if that's what you believe in. That's what I think. Yeah, so I got my snapback, got my necklace on, I got my medicine on today. Um... That's really, like, the decisions are pretty slim pickings for guys going to the powwows and gatherings. You know, we sit there, we go, okay, what hat do I want to match with? You know, if I'm rocking Mariners, I should rock blue. I got a lanyard, and I got Jordans. You know, I'm, I'm set. You know, you got that guy, you got, that's all you need. If you got your hat, your lanyard, and your pants, you're dressed up. You know, if you want to fancy it up a little bit, maybe you're in the ceremony. Maybe you need to like impress someone. Then you throw on the ribbon shirt that was made for you. Pair it with some J's, that lanyard, and throw that hat on there too. You know, you're getting real fancy now. This is when you start getting real, you know, feeling yourself. Maybe you throw on like a cowboy hat or something, some some boots or something. I don't throw those on. I never have. 
but I know in some other reses, you know, people like doing that. They like putting the the boots on and the hat on. That's their thing. Not me, man. If it ain't got cedar on it, I don't know. I'm not wearing it like that. You know, I got the cedar whale on right here, that red, that hay chuds. And that's dope. Um, but yeah, it's not too hard. You know, I can't speak for the women in this situation. You know, I'm a guy and I'm going to make fun of guys and w what we do or how, how we do it. You know, that's their thing to go talk their their stuff. I'm going to talk about what we we talk about here. You know, that's not my business. That uncle getting all serious. Yeah, that's why I don't go over there and talk like that to them. You know, you stay here and you, you talk with your people, you know. As soon as you start getting in front of the people and start saying the wrong thing, then you start making the family look all dumb. Don't be doing that. I don't know if you guys ever heard anything like that. Yeah, that's that's something. But yeah, man, gatherings, pretty simple when I go out. Like my girlfriend, you know, she's got like all the stuff she worries about, you know, like makeup, hair, earrings, um, rings, shoes, ribbon skirt ribbons like that are matching um a whole bunch of stuff purse all that stuff has to be coherent with one another me my only problem is making sure the color on my hat matches my jays that's really the only problem and i got pants on some guys don't even do that and they still look pretty fancy like Oh, he's got the he's got his Jordan shorts on and his Jordan hat. Those match. He's got the nice retros on too. Looks dressed up to me. You know? I mean, those are nice ones. You know, and then people start downplaying it too. People who don't understand. People don't understand the fashion of the gatherings, the powers, and whatever. Oh, what is he? Is he wearing shorts and Jordans like that out here in the And then I'm over there like, hey, those are the cements, man. Those are nice. You know, those are, I'm always hyping them up, you know, in a non flirtatious way, of course. But I'm like, Hey, don't give them crap. Or, you know, the, the aunties always come up and they start talking crap about the uncle after they send him to go get a plate. They're like, Oh yeah. Send him. Oh, he wears his, those damn Jordans. I'm like, those are nice though. He could be wearing, you know, his, his work shoes. He's not wearing his work shoes. He's wearing his good ones. Auntie God. Want to get mad at him? For, he's still. Auntie's complaining about their man when they're getting him a plate. Just like right down the vending aisle. Right there. They'll be like, oh yeah, your uncle's pissing me off. He's down there getting her earrings, getting her a plate, getting her a raffle ticket. Oh my. Yeah, oh, he wears his those Jordans. Never takes the kids out as he's bringing all the kids to go to all the vending spots. You know they're going to get a sword. You know they're going to get a lemonade. Good for him. Being there, showing up. That's half the battle, man, showing up. I'm glad I showed up today, that's for sure. Yeah, man. Aunties are ready. Oh, he always wears those J's. Those breads? They're nice. They're red, white, and black. Sacred. <laughs> Just really try to hype. 
well, yeah, he, he's not going to wear that to the ceremony. He wore red at least. Or if, you know, if you're, you know, you're, if your ceremonies, you know, you don't wear that color, of course, you don't change it for that. I've been to one ceremony where you're not supposed to wear red. And me coming from where I'm from is that's all we have is red. It's red and black. So that was a unique situation I was blessed to be part of. Um, really, I like learning new stuff, hearing new things, hearing people's stories, perspectives. Um, yeah, I've been great, though. Um, I'm hanging in there, and um, I hope everybody else is, too. Cold weather is arising, getting close. Don't let it shut you down, you know. Uh, my uncle and auntie been been thinking about them, everybody at the house. Hope they're doing good. My cousins just got back from uh, fishing. Oh, dang. Man, I do two days, three days, and I'm back on the mic talking about it. They're doing it months at a time. That's that's dope. That is really cool. Um, Yeah, so congrats to them for getting back in one piece. Uh, but, yeah, um, other than that, thinking about next time I can go clam digging, that's for sure. I'm actually thinking about that. It's actually what just hit my mind. An organic thought. That could be a band name, I think. Probably wouldn't have the nicest merch, but it would be there. Um, staying in school, staying busy, and I hope you guys are too. Hope you guys are doing good and stuff. Um, I'm not going to ramble on here. All I'm going to say is, uh, you know, make sure you, you tell the mantis, hey, you know, he's trying. You know, he's really trying to be there and He's trying to get you a raffle ticket, and they almost ran out. They did final roll call five minutes. We were running late. He had to go get it. He's trying. So don't get mad at him. It don't work, you know. That's for sure. Anyways, today's January 4th, Wednesday, 5.43 p.m. So if you guys are listening, you kind of know what thoughts I was thinking on that exact day. Um, I just want to say thanks again. Um, yeah, tiguitzid is also a word I want to say to you guys. Tiguitzid means thank you in the shootzid. Just throwing here and there a little stuff at you. You know, I'm not trying to put on a whole lecture here. You know, just throwing some words. Um, but yeah, tiguitzid, thank you guys uh, for being here. We'll see you guys next week. I said two weeks, but I showed up a little earlier. So uh, I'll see you guys next week. Bye.